Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. American Ground Radio. Freshly roasted. Award-winning blend. Taste and aroma so good. You'll want to come back again and again. That's funny. He never asks for a second cup at home. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. Now, you know fentanyl. Fentanyl is the single greatest apolitical blight on the American people to strike this country in the last decade. It's bad. Well, well, half of that is true. The drug is apolitical. It will kill anybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't the, matter tra- what the tragedy are. is apolitical. Mm-hmm. It harms us all directly sure. or indirectly. And it's affected Republican families. It's affected Democrat families. It doesn't matter. But you know what is political? The government's mm-hmm. refusal mm-hmm. to take any action on it especially since most of it is coming across our southern border it, it is a poison yes it is a poison that is being Literally. smuggled across our borders Literally. borders that joe biden and the democrat party mm-hmm. blithely refuse to harden let alone close by illegal immigrants and yep. criminals who they refuse to prosecute and deport and what's more is it's a lot a lot of the fentanyl is actually produced in china and instead of calling the Chinese out on allowing this drug to be created in their territory and then sent over to ours to kill our people, we do nothing. No, we distribute it for them. Right. We distribute them these drugs yeah. in Democrat-run cities who are then released in those cities on cashless bail mm-hmm. or they're set loose under the doctrine of prosecutorial discretion. We're feeding... The drug cartels, the terrorist organizations there in Mexico, were feeding them cash. No, so so the, the problem itself is apolitical, but it's exacerbation uh-huh. and the growth in the breadth and the depth of this ongoing tragedy. I mean, that it's just, made worse yeah, by bonehead political decisions. Just last year, mm-hmm. do you know that fentanyl deaths caused or cost more lives? than murder in Louisiana. Of all murders mm-hmm. in Louisiana... Well, and New Orleans led the country in murders per capita last year. So the fact that we're having more people die from okay. fentanyl okay. in the same state that's got the murder capital of America, that's saying okay, something. Okay, let's talk about that. So in the city uh-huh. that earned the title murder capital of America last year... Thanks to Mayor Latoya the Destroyer Cantrell. The coroner mm-hmm. in Orleans Parish okay. says fentanyl overdoses have killed twice as many people as guns. So can we start calling this an assault drug? Right? Because guns, guns we, the Democrats so got are all about drugs the, coming across the southern border. Right, we got assault drugs. That's how we need to solve all that solves the whole problem because the Democrats don't like assault weapons. They don't like assault anything. Yeah, so you call this an assault weapon or this is an assault vehicle. They don't want the police departments to have assault vehicles, right? They, they're upset about that. They don't want anybody to have assault weapons. Just call this an assault drug. This isn't like marijuana. No, no. Marijuana is your non-assault. It's your defensive use drug. That doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, you can say fentanyl is an 
assault drug. We need to regulate it. We all, oh, gosh, we need to we need to go after this. And maybe you'll get some Democrats on board and say, yeah, maybe we should shut down the southern border to stop the flow of illegal assault drugs coming into the country. And so now you've got the Orleans Parish coroner, Dwight McKenna, mm-hmm. who says he's never seen anything like this. Nobody has. He calls fentanyl the angel of death. And it's a trend that's happening nationwide. Yes. But when you look at the murder capital of the country right. and then you say twice as many people who have been murdered mm-hmm. with guns have been murdered with drugs basically by the drug cartels and and by the way every one of those people every person who died from fentanyl somebody made a profit off of that someone who is doing something illegal made a profit off of killing Americans. And and here's the thing, and we really make this plea to parents who are listening all across this country. Mm -hmm. Talk to your children. Know where they are. Mm -hmm. Because fentanyl, it does not not discriminate. I'm going to add something to that. Yes, you need to talk to your children. But one of the other things you need to do is you need to let your children talk to you. We need to know what's going on with our kids. And if we're just talking at them the whole time and we're not having conversations with them where we find out what it is they really think and what it is they really believe to find where are the areas that we need to nudge. Because, again, you're not raising children. You're raising adults. That's your job as a parent is to raise the next generation of adults. And in order to be able to do that, you've got to know what's going on in their minds. You've got to be able to have a conversation. And if they're doing drugs behind your back and you can't have a conversation with them, you're not going to find out by talking to them. No. And what is happening, why it is becoming more and more widespread, is that fentanyl is now being cut into cocaine Mm -hmm. and street pills they're adding it to other things because of fentanyl using street drugs Mm -hmm. in this day and age is like playing russian roulette it really is and again it doesn't take very much fentanyl to kill people texas since they started operation lone star has seized enough fentanyl coming across the rio grande this is what they've captured they've captured enough fentanyl that could kill every single man woman and child in the united states of america three times over and and they're finding these drugs as they're coming across the border they find them in the rocker panels of the cars Mm -hmm. as well as hidden in the doors and the seats of vehicles right criminals also try to hide the drugs in the back walls of truck cabs Mm -hmm. inside walls i mean the drugs are pouring across the southern border and it's affecting americans across this country right every Day. And when we have an open border, that makes it even easier to smuggle the drugs in. Overdoses of fentanyl have become the leading causes of death among those aged 18 to 45. That is higher mm-hmm. than deaths by car accident, by cancer, mm-hmm. by suicide. I mean, just think about it. Put well, this into perspective. And where is the media? Yeah. Where is the media? Where is... Where are the leaders in both our local, our state, and our national government agencies? But if you where is to, where is any of that? If you were to report on this crisis it, with any honesty, your head has to turn towards the southern border because that's where it's coming from. It's coming from China into Mexico and then across the southern border. 
that's where you have to lead your investigation. And if you take your investigation that way, then you have to go, why didn't we finish building the wall? Why have we cut down on the enforcement of our laws, of our immigration laws? Why have we stopped doing things that were working less than four years ago? Why have we not gone after China? Now, to Biden's defense, Uh he did attempt last year to have a conversation with Xi Jinping. And they raised the topic of Uh fentanyl exports. But, but did Biden lose his, his no, track of thought? Well, apparently, because Xi and uh-huh. China mm-hmm. broke off cooperation this past summer on any anti-drug efforts after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan. Nice. Okay. And what did we get from that visit for Taiwan? Did that help us at all? Any? I mean, the drug mm-hmm. cartels uh-huh. and their allies in the Biden administration. Yeah. I believe, and and President Trump said this as well, they have the blood of countless millions of Americans on their hands. Let's get to the top of the things you need to know before tomorrow. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar was removed from the House Foreign Relations Committee today by a party-line vote. Republicans wanted her off that committee because of her hatred and bias against one of this nation's most important allies, Israel. Even the top Democrat in the House, Hakeem Jeffries, admitted that Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, quote, has used anti-Semitic tropes. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez claimed that the move was simply about targeting women of color. Her statement is obviously not true since the first two people Republicans kicked off committees this year. We're both white males. Okay, but look, the law, we're Uh a nation of laws, not of men. The law requires that if Ilhan Omar Uh is elected Mm -hmm. by our constituents that she should be in Congress. Yes. There is no law requiring her to have a leadership role, especially since she hates this country. And there are other committees she's allowed to serve on, just not that one. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, city councilwoman in Saraville, New Jersey, was murdered this week as she was driving home. 30-year-old Eunice Dwumflower, a Republican, was in her first term on the city council after ousting the incumbent Democrat in 2021. She was hit multiple times with bullets while driving her car. The car then hit two other parked cars before coming to a stop. Dwumflower was pronounced dead at the scene. Police say they don't know the motive for the killing, but believe she was intentionally targeted. Oh, my. Wait, is this Mexico now where where we kill off our political opponents? Yeah, I don't. And I again, mean, if that is if I don't know if it's politically suspect, motivated, right. but oh, my word. Uh, and the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, the Biden administration's obsession with gas-powered stoves continues. This time, the Department of Energy is releasing a draft proposal that would require gas-powered stoves to be more energy efficient than today's models. This time, though, the rule would also apply to electric stoves, requiring them to become more energy efficient as well. It's likely that the new regulations will increase costs for cooking appliances across the country. But the Biden administration claims the increased regulations would decrease the nation's energy consumption by 3.4 percent. Oh, of course. And, yeah. and, and you'll save money in the long run by yeah. spending twice as much on a stove as you ordinarily would to replace a perfectly good stove that you have now that happens to be a a gas burning stove it doesn't really make sense it's kind of like giving someone a thousand dollar tax incentive to buy a sixty thousand dollar electric vehicle that they can't afford oh now it makes sense we'll be right back you're standing on american ground with lewis r avalone and stephen parr 
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Amelone. Okay, so Ilhan Omar has yep. been removed from the House Foreign Affairs Committee yep. on a party-line vote. Oh, I mean, well, how does that feel, Ilhan Omar, for folks to just vote strictly along party lines? Well, there was one Republican who voted present. Who was that? I, I don't remember the name, but okay. one, one Republican voted present. So one Republican voted present. Yes. Okay, fine. All right. But mm -hmm. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yes. boy, she was not happy. Oh, she it. was not happy oh, at no. all. Take a listen to this clip. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. First of all, her life was not threatened. When was her life threatened? I, I don't know. Uh, when, when do you think? Because she claims... Probably somebody on Twitter said No, something. she claimed it was on January the 6th. No, no, it wasn't on January. She, she's life referring, was not she's January. referring to January the 6th. Oh, her life wasn't threatened on January You haven't I, heard? I remember her saying that, yes. No, she was not threatened on January 6th. She wasn't even in the right building. Her, her office wasn't even in the oh, Capitol. I understand. She was scared by janitors. No, you know what? She rehearsed this in the mirror. Sure. For hours but with all of these arm movements they don't have a republican talking all about, about there's not a republican talking about jewish space lasers who's on the foreign relations committee this was about ilhan omar having a bias against israel she has a anti-jewish bias even hakeem jeffries has admitted she has said things that are offensive to israel to jews across not just this country but really across the world israel is one of our most important allies when you talk about the most important allies in the united states on the planet united kingdom number one yeah oh of course yeah australia number two because australia has fought in more wars with us than any other nation israel's number three and in the middle east they're the most important ally we have in the entire middle east you're going to put somebody on that committee that doesn't think Israel should even be a state? No, because, and, and again, that is someone who's making a personal yes. agenda. Yeah. Rather than making it a personal agenda, rather than looking at what is best. For the United States of America. Based on its history. Who and you, has supported us. And you would think somebody who left Somalia would understand that. We got a question for American Mamas. Dear Mamas, why does Joe Biden continue to lie about his own personal history and how does he get away with it? Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. And joining us now, our American mama, Terry Nettaville, Denise Arthur, is out and about. I think earlier this week, Joe Biden once again told the Amtrak story about how he broke some record on Two Amtrak. Two million miles. And he talked to the train conductor who did that, and the, that train conductor had been dead for like a decade by the time he would have broken that record, so that conversation never happened. And never. yet Joe Biden continues to say, I had this conversation with this guy, and everybody's like, oh, it's Uncle Joe. Yeah. I, I just can't get over it. It is such an insult to all of our intelligence at this point. You know, he talks about corn pop. Mm -hmm. He talks about growing up in a black church. He grows up 
or he talks about growing up in the Latino the, community, the Puerto Rican community. Yeah. Okay. The black church. There's video going out. He said, <laughs> "I went. I went to. A, I would go to the Catholic mass, and then after that, I'd go over to the black church He's when I was a teenager it. and and in college. And the and the pastor for that church goes. Nobody remembers him here. Nobody. But then there's video. You ever been to a black church? Yes, I have. Yeah. By the way, I go to a yeah. a very mixed church that yeah. acts like a black church. That's the church yes. I go to. Yes. Um, Joe Biden is in a black church. I believe this was in Georgia. He's there with Senator Raphael Warnock. Warnock yeah, Ebenezer yeah. Baptist Church. Yeah. yeah, that's where it was. It was in Atlanta. And you see everybody singing and everybody's dancing and people are praising and they're worshiping. And there's Joe looking around <laughs> He doesn't like, know what the heck he's doing. What, what is, what is, he know what is this? It's like the first time he'd ever, he has yes. ever seen that. If you've ever been yes. to a black church, you are not surprised by it the second time you go. That's right. He's full of it. He is a liar. He is a known liar. We know that not only is does he lie during this presidency, he's lied from the very step into Congress. The very day he came to Washington, he talked about his uh, what level he was in law school, mm -hmm. the achievements that he had, the awards he won, the accolades they granted him. All of it has been proven to be a lie. He lied. He was bottom of his class. Yeah. He only got a partial scholarship. He lies about everything, and yet nobody on in the media, like if this was a conservative president. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they would be, we would all be going, oh, my God, he, he does need to go. And Saturday Night Live, uh -huh. they would have a skit about him every single gosh dang week, but Do, no. Uh -uh. The left calls Donald Trump a, just a, you know, a, a habitual liar. Yeah. But what Donald Trump has said about his own history is is true. Yeah. Joe Biden's making stuff up As he goes. about yes. his history. Yes. And he again, he gets away with this. Nonsense. Because we now know because the complicit media, mm -hmm. they are the one who drives the narrative. Sure. And so that's they have protected him. But look. Well, since we have social media platforms, we're able to see these things for ourselves. He is a bona fide liar, and he's a racist. He is the one on video saying the N-word. He is the one on video saying something about our, the jungle kids. Right. Talking about, you know, um, just black Americans in a derogatory way. And yet they, they say that Trump is the one racist. And we're like, what, do you have proof? No, they don't have proof. They say he there's dog whistles. What the heck are you talking about? Well, Joe Biden said that when he was talking about Barack Obama before he became Barack yeah. Obama's vice president, he said Barack Obama was the first mainstream black politician who was clean. I know. And I'm like, Jesse Jackson should have been so offended by that. Well, every, we, I was offended by that. I'm sure. And that's, that's the most offensive thing to say about another human being. And the fact that he gets away with it yeah. is disgusting to me. It is. It is. And, and it's... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's very frustrating to see over and over and over. You were talking about social media, though. Without social media, I'm not sure we would really have some of this history. Yeah. I, again, when we talked about him going to the black church, right. he said he's, he grew up in the black church, and yet you see the video of him at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's looking around like, he didn't have what is what going doing. on? Yeah. I have no idea. He's standing there with his arms, at his, like people are uh, dancing yes. in the aisles, right? They're celebrating, and he's standing there with his arms at his side looking around like, yeah, he doesn't know what's happening. He, he's he's just flabbergasted. And, and, you know, it makes me laugh because he has. Uh, there's a kid, uh, Dylan Mulvaney or Dylan something. It's a he's a transgender, and he's a girl now or she. And she's like, she's the one that says, um, "I'm day two twenty two of being a female." And okay. she's the one that got to go meet with Biden. And she talks, you know, she sits down and and she's like, "Okay, I've been a girl for almost a year." Oh yeah. And he yeah. was like, "God love you." And he goes into this whole thing about how proud he is of her and and i think he is such he is such a farce Mm -hmm. you go back i mean you don't have to go back 10 20 years to hear how he really feels about those who transition Mm -hmm. it's all on video and it's all on tape so when i try to tell my friends that that are on the other side when i say wait wait you know how can you say that about trump actually it was biden that did that biden who said that they don't believe it and if we didn't have social media platforms Mm -hmm. i would think that trump was a horrible person if he didn't have the video proof that you could use to go back yeah if all we had was left stream media because they're not going to show that video. They're like that the Chinese Communist Party. They mm. only show what the government wants you to know and believe. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash Mamas, and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Denise Arthur will be back. Turn that up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. There's more fresh roasted American Ground Radio brewing. So stick around. Mmm. That's good radio with Lewis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Avalone. Okay, so today apparently is the 30th anniversary of the Family and Medical Leave Act. Oh, okay. So President Clinton, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, yeah, went to the White House. Uh, let's see. We've got a clip mm-hmm. of President Biden uh-huh. uh, introducing him. All right. Oh, hold on a second. We'll get this. Here we go. To be able to welcome my president back to the United States Congress, back to the United States Capitol, and he's promised me that I'll be able to sit at my desk tomorrow. Okay, so it, they're they're at the White House, by uh, the way, not not the Capitol, not the Capitol. Yeah, but his president, he was but vice was president. president. He was vice president to Barack Obama. Barack Obama wasn't his president. I that don't. Know. Okay, he's not his president. I'm not sure. Okay. but see, the bill, yeah. the Family and Medical Leave Act, right. was signed by President Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton sure, in yeah. 1993. Yeah, yeah, and so Biden joined him mm-hmm. at the White House. Yeah. Not at the And of course Biden was in the Senate back in ninety three. Right. Yeah. But nevertheless. Okay. Uh so then he went on well, you just take a listen. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. 
way more than half the women in his administration are women. That's true, because not all of the women in his administration <laughs> are indeed women. Um, uh, Dr. Rachel that, Levine's n- not really a woman, but okay. But see, I almost think he caught himself, and he's yeah. like, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know what a woman is. Yeah. I'm not a biologist. So he's saying half the half women. Half of the people. Half the women in his cabinet are women. And you know what Bill Clinton said after that? Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> um, Where's your cabinet? Where's your cabinet? <laughs> mm. No, mm, I, that's, Oh, yeah. But, you know, and, and of course, it was all accompanied by a whole bunch of lies. Right. Uh, by it, the way, if Hillary Clinton was very involved in pushing the Family Medical Leave Act. Was she there, too? No, she was she very didn't. involved in that. She wasn't there. Huh. No, no. But but Biden did spend a little time talking about how wages are up, how his economic plan mm-hmm. is making real progress with the working class. No, it's not. The working class has lost real income because of Biden inflation, because of Biden inflation. It erodes the spending power. It does. So people have actually well, it looks like on paper, like your, your income's gone up, but try and buy a dozen eggs. It's really difficult to do these days. More than half the women in my administration are women. Are women. That tells you everything you need to know. Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal So Harris County is the largest county in Texas, home to the city of Houston. If Harris County were a state, it would be the 25th largest state in the country, just behind Alabama. Okay? Lots of people. In Harris County. Harris County has nine congressmen, including Dan Crenshaw, Wesley Hunt, and Troy Nels on the Republican side. And on the Democrat side, Sheila Jackson Lee and Al Green, two of the biggest race baiters in all of Congress. Wait, wait just a minute. Let's Uh not just gloss over that. Yeah. You're saying that a single county Uh has nine Nine members of Congress. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And not just members of Congress, some pretty big names there in Congress. Okay, like Sheila Jackson Lee, right? Well, and again, uh, you know, Wesley Hunt's a, a freshman congressman. He's already making a name for himself. Dan Crenshaw, everybody knows who he is now. All right, Harris County's big, so in political terms, it's important. And locally, it's controlled by Democrats. Democrats run the city. Democrats run the county. And, and by the city, you mean Houston? Yes. And Democrats run the elections. Mm. Now, last November, during the 2022 elections, many polling locations in Harris County ran out of ballots. Sounds a bit crazy, right? How how does that happen? What a coincidence. So the county did an internal investigation after the election into why they ran out of ballots and how many places ran out of ballots. And their results, I'm going to quote, largely inconclusive. Gosh, we, we just don't know what happened. Okay, wait a minute, though. But look, it's like you're planning a party, uh-huh. and you decide, you yeah. know what, we're going to order this many pizzas, yes. we're going to have this much yeah. in soda, yeah. and then when you the people come and you yeah. don't have enough, yeah. it, there's one reason. right? You didn't order enough. No, we'll do an investigation. We can't figure out why we didn't have enough pizzas. I'm not sure what happened. So the local CBS station, KHOU, decided to do their own investigation into what happened during the election. They tried talking to the person in charge of those elections, election administrator Clifford Tatum. Take a listen. Mr. Tatum. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Elections administrator Clifford Tatum has been dodging us for weeks. Yeah, just a moment. I'd like to talk to you about paper ballots. Refusing to answer questions on the record about the election day paper shortage. 
How about I'll set up something with you next week? Why don't we do it right here? We've been yeah. asking for a week, sir. I'll, I'll talk with you after I have a meeting with the commission on Tuesday, and then we'll go from there, okay? Three weeks they tried to get Mr. Tatum, and, and they couldn't get him to go on the record. So how bad was the ballot shortage problem? It looks like the county delivered 600 ballots to every voting precinct. But the problem is most of those precincts had more people voting than they had ballots. 122 precincts in Harris County did not have enough paper ballots when polls opened on Election Day. Now, you would think that an easy way to know if you have enough ballots is to look at the last election and base your estimates off of that, adjusting for expected turnout, right? Sounds like a good plan. It does. Again, here's the report from KHOU. Officials told us they did look at historical data to estimate paper supply, but we found a problem there, too. On Election Day, 52 voting centers got less paper in 2022 than ballots cast in 2018. Look at these three locations. They got 600 paper ballots in 2022 after more than 1,000 ballots were cast four years earlier. Okay, but wait a minute. You you just got finished telling us uh-huh. that this county is Democrat-controlled. Yes. So if it's Democrat-controlled, why mm-hmm. would they want to short paper ballots at these precincts when uh-huh. arguably they're Democrats who are voting? Okay, now remember some of the congressmen— in that district are Wesley Hunt, Republican, Troy Nels, mm. Republican, and uh, Dan Crenshaw, so did Republican. They, so did they only short the Republican precincts? That is still something that needs to be figured out. But th- when you look at this story on Twitter, the people who were complaining they didn't have enough ballots when they went to vote are those that were voting for it. All seem to be in Republican districts. All right. So Greg Abbott thinks this might be a really big deal. The governor tweeted, Harris County election ballot paper shortage far bigger than initially estimated. It's so big it may have altered the outcome of elections. It may necessitate new elections. It will necessitate new laws that prevent Harris County from ever doing this again. Look, this is why this is also important. As we talked about back in 2020, You could throw an entire presidential election by just cheating in Harris County, Texas alone. Because Harris County is so large, if you had enough cheating in just that one county then... You could could flip the entire state of Texas from red to blue. Take away all of Texas's 38 electoral votes. Take them from the Republican. Give them to the Democrat. That's a change of 76 votes in the Electoral College. That's enough to have changed both of George W. Bush's electoral victories. No, and we can't allow cheating, whether it's in Harris County or anywhere across this country. And we can't allow for incompetence or corruption or whatever it was that caused the ballot shortage to happen in November. Congratulations to KHU for doing the story, and I hope they stay on top of it. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. I mean, what is John Kerry all about? I mean, what has he ever done? Yeah, he was. What has he ever done? He was great. for this country. He was great back in the Munsters. He played Lurch. That's not. And he come was. On. His, it was such such good acting. Well, no, apparently. Yeah. Climate czar. Yeah. John Kerry. Yes. Met with the communist 
Chinese government mm-hmm. to talk about policy. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, I, is he an envoy now? Well, he was doing this during the Donald Trump uh, administration. He, I mean, he is the climate czar. So, you know, he's he's got that kind of power and authority. But he was doing some of this crap behind Donald Trump's back, back when he had no role in the administration. He was trying to get the, you know, the Iranian nuclear deal back on track, even though he had nothing to do with the administration. He was he was trying to operate basically as a second government. Well, now Congress is investigating John Kerry for his relationship with the communist Chinese government because he and and Kerry admitted mm-hmm. that he has been working with the Chinese government to establish basically a consensus mm-hmm. on reducing carbon emissions. Yes. But Congress says it goes much further than that, that it is actually thwarting mm-hmm. The free market in the United States, because we're talking about well, you can't the control, manipulation of currency. You can't control climate. Well, first of all, you're not going to be able to control the climate, but you can't stop people from producing carbon dioxide unless you control the U.S. economy, unless you implement communist-like policies here in the United States. You're not going to be able to significantly cut down carbon dioxide like they think they want to do. But what is most offensive and the reason he's being investigated by Congress is because these are basically secret negotiations Mm -hmm. that are occurring. And by the way, climate czar did not require the Mm -hmm. position of climate czar did not require any Senate confirmation whatsoever. So now you've got this guy, this rogue agent that is just out there negotiating on behalf of the United States and it's an unelected position and the president of the United States, did he give him authority to negotiate on behalf of... Would he remember if he gave him authority? Let's get to a bright spot. I'm doing all right, getting good grades, the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Look, this next story is really amazing. A TV show is airing the last two episodes of its third season in movie theaters across the country this week. Now, this is a TV show you can watch for free right now on your phone, on your TV, on your iPad. You can watch all the all the rest of seasons one, two, and the first six episodes of season three right now for free. And next weekend, well, starting yeah next weekend, you'll be able to watch the last two episodes of season three for free. But people are willing to pay money to go to a movie theater Tonight, tomorrow, next couple of days to see those episodes starting tonight. What television series is Uh this? The Chosen. Ah. The first multiple season series about the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. But I think people might be willing to go to the theater to support the cause Ah. more so than, you know. But I do think that is an interesting twist that you, you know, you go to see the, the finale. Right. At the theater. At the movie theater. Already, The Chosen has done some amazing things. The the biggest crowdfunded television project in history. Full disclosure, I was one of the 19,000 people who invested in the series. I put all of like $100 in back before season one, all right? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm a big spender. Last Christmas, The Chosen released a Christmas special in theaters through Fathom Events. It was the highest grossing showing in Fathom Events history. Okay? 
Last fall, Fathom asked Chosen to air the first two episodes of season three in movie theaters, and they did. And for the opening weekend of episodes one and two of season three were the second highest grossing film in America that weekend behind only um, Wakanda Forever, the, the new Black Panther film. Wait, wait, wait a minute, though. I thought in this country uh-huh. we were erasing God uh-huh. out of our we're trying vocabulary. To. We're trying to. The left is trying to. Trying to remove it from our national motto. But this film, the, the, these TV shows are saying people don't want God out of their lives. They don't want God they out want of this country. They want more God in their lives. So season three, episodes one and two, and two, became the new highest grossing release in Fathom's history. That means The Chosen has the top two highest grossing releases ever for Fathom. And Fathom's been around for a long time. That is really, that's, that's you know what? I would say this is a bright spot. All of the production costs for season two and three were generated, get this, through donations. The Chosen has a pay-it-forward model. You can watch the shows for free. If you like them, you can pay it forward if you want to for other people to watch for free. You don't have to. That's how they got all the funding to produce the past two seasons and season four. When they announced that the final two episodes of this season were going to be back in theaters, because that wasn't the original plan. Fathom Events came back and went, hey, let's do this again. When they announced it, fans ended up crashing the Fathom website because so many people were trying to buy tickets. It was originally only supposed to be up for two nights, tonight and tomorrow. But they extended it. Now it's going to be running through the 6th of February. Wow. That is that is amazing. And it's completely outside of the Hollywood way of doing things. This is more the Hollywood way of doing things. At a time when fewer people are going to the movies, The Chosen is turning things upside down. And it's because people are hungry for God. For their faith. And I think that's a bright spot. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Stick around. If you're not listening in, you're missing out. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, we've said before, it's not that socialism hasn't been tried. Sure, it's been tried lots of times. But every time it is, mm-hmm. it fails. Well, that's because it's a flawed idea. See, this is what something people people don't understand. People think that Adam Smith created capitalism. No. Adam Smith was simply trying to describe how the world worked, how economies work, and that's what capitalism is. It's the natural way that you and I like to exchange goods and services. Karl Marx tried to come up with a better plan than the way that things naturally work. And that's why it fails. Because one person is not smarter than everybody else combined. And it's not that it hasn't been tried by the right people, Uh, by, you know, the smart people. It's never going to work because it doesn't take into account human nature. It has repeatedly led to famine, to mass murders. Yep. Many of the greatest crimes in history were committed by socialist yeah. ideologues. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Vladimir Lenin. Well, Stalin. Yeah. Uh, Mao. Mao. Fidel uh, Castro. Do not, Pol Pot. Do not forget Hitler himself. Nazi means national socialist. They were socialists. But yet, and, and by the way, Congress has passed a resolution condemning mm-hmm. socialism. Good. But. Over across the pond, uh-huh. the Brits yes. in Parliament uh-huh. say that socialism has never been tried. You see, this is the risk of not knowing your history. Oh my gosh, they've got to say whoa. <laughs> oh, wow! 
15-year-old Sergio Peralta started at a new high school in Hendersonville, Tennessee. At first, Sergio was nervous. He didn't want anyone to see his right hand. You see, his hand, that hand, never fully formed, and he had never had any functionality with it. But pretty soon, one of his teachers did see his hand, the school's robotics teacher. That's when Sergio's new classmate offered to make him a new hand. The class downloaded some blueprints off the internet, used the school's 3D printer to print out a hand for Sergio. They weren't sure it was going to work, but it did, and it worked great. Now Sergio is even able to catch a baseball with his right hand for the first time in his life. Sergio's glad his new te- his new classmates found out about his hand. That is fantastic. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. <laughs>